Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to a very special edition of The Mind of Magnus. Uh, I am the host with the most, Mr. Magnus Apollo. Uh, my partner in crime and co-host, as always, is Master Matt Obscure. Uh, you may be wondering, uh, this sounds a little different than normal, because this is definitely a very special edition. This is the 100th episode uh, of the show. And uh, instead of doing the normal sort of show where we bring people on and interview in the stage, uh, in the studio, excuse me, is that we're going to be doing it actually at a roundtable discussion. I brought in some of my favorite guests uh, from the past two years, uh, and um, we sat down, just had a fun conversation. And uh, I should warn you that a bit of the audio is kind of in and out because of the way the studio was and the way the microphones were. So please forgive us on some of the audio. But it is a great experience. It's a great time. Uh, this is show actually going to go a little bit over. Uh, and uh, you can actually catch the rest of the whole show on the Mind of Magnus, uh, our podcast. You can download it wherever your podcast can be found. iTunes, Google, everything else. Uh, but uh, without further ado, here is the 100th episode of Mind of Magnus. Hello, hello. Thanks for being to a rather uh, special episode. This is the 100th episode of The Mind of Magnus. So, um, yay, actually have an audience. We actually have a studio audience. Yeah, studio audience. Studio yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> First ever live show. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is going to be an amazing show. Uh, we brought in some of our fun favorite guests in and kind of a fun little roundtable discussion. Uh, there's going to be uh, weird questions, just chats. Uh, all in all, let's just hit the ground running. So... Yeah, wow. sounds good. Nice. So, should we go in and uh, enter and sign in, please, from what left to right? Yeah. So loudly, say who you are. Say hi. Uh, hi. I'm. What am I gonna say? Your Just name. My name. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. Say who you are. Hi. I'm Mike Hamlin. Nice. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Nick Brandreth. I'm Josh Mordecai. I'm Giggles. I'm Tristan Tomaselli. Chris Horn. Carter Burwell. Nice. And I'm Magnus, and Matt Obscure is... And I'm Matt Obscure. Hi. Yeah, oh my gosh. Hey, actually, you're not in a glass box tonight, which is I'm nice. not. Oh my god. It's, uh, yeah, we actually have to keep, keep you separated normally, so hopefully you don't leap out and bite yeah. people this time, so... It's yeah. a special night. I'm in Gen Pop. <laughs> also, you're the only guy with headphones on, so we're testing out, so let us know how, how it sounds in there. So. My ears are so sweaty right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so uh, 100th episode has been crazy. I didn't expect to make it this far. Uh, and uh, it's thank you to everyone who shows up on uh, my shows because there's been a handful of shows that were literally last minute cancellations, including the very first one. The very first show I was planning to have, I had an interview lined up, had questions, everything else, about an hour and a half, maybe two hours before the show starts, got a cancellation, very first show, and it was the inaugural show for the whole station. So uh, first, show, first guest actually was Eric Lehman, and he stepped up, saved the day, and uh, many people, actually I think some people here have stepped up and saved the day since then. So. Uh, it's been an awesome show. I love doing it, and uh, but I was amazed. I, I'm actually surprised the 100th episode. It doesn't hasn't kicked in yet in my head that I'm uh, having 100 episodes of this so far, and been interviewing a lot of great people. Uh, it's been uh, an amazing adventure. Just uh, get a kind of a fun cross section of Rochester. Um, I actually take my phone out. I have some questions that people actually sent in. That I said as 100 episodes, so people oh, awesome. send some stuff in, and some questions that I'm going to toss out at the guests too. So. Uh, this is going to be just kind of a fun roundtable, random discussion. We, best thing is, off the record, we actually can say we actually, at any point in time you can take a break if we need to. Uh, if we need to chat about something else, it doesn't have to go live. Like so, this is safe work. Banana, banana. <laughs> it's always banana. <laughs> always banana. <laughs> yeah. Good to know, right? What, what's the uh, it's like a lo like a long Swedish word, right? Like the uh, the banana that browns <laughs> the banana that becomes brown at just the right time, but hasn't. Stepped over. It's like a very specific, very specific banana yeah, yeah, yeah. word. 
slightly yeah. Swedish or German. I feel like that's very yeah, German that's probably more of a German thing, really. But you know, why, why not? Why not the Swedes too? You know, I mean, they could pick that up. Um, so actually, side note, uh, uh, recording on. Do you actually want to do the super fight thing? That we're... Yeah, we'll do that at, at some point. Okay, so yeah. I, I didn't know if we mentioned that into there. Um, so I'm going to go through actually and just uh, kind of pick a couple guests out here, uh, and we'll circle back in. Uh, but I think of all people been here the most, Nick, you've been on the show the most of the table around us right now, not counting Matt, who's been here for 45, 60,000 episodes, I don't even know anymore. 40-ish. 40-ish. So. Yeah. Four or five times. Something like yeah, I think four or five times you've been. You stepped in pretty quick. Like, again, that's thanks for having people like last minute, some cancellations, a lot of some sick car accidents, something else. So. I just have so much trouble talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Also, you have a buddy here, too, which is awesome. We have another guest that's not clapping, but Odin, your uh, lovely companion here. What's what's his breed? He's an Australian Shepherd, and he's the quiet one. I, I left Trip at home. <laughs> uh, you can guess by the name. Nice. Now, you love uh, doing radio. I mean, you jump on every time chance you get, right? It's amazing. It's so subversive. You know, we're out there in the airwaves, not in this sense, I guess. This is going to go out on the airwaves too. Yeah, this will go out. This will be a my hundredth episode will be on Monday as well uh, for the the show. So this actually is being recorded a few days beforehand. So it will be you'll be able to hear yourself actually. You can sit uh, yes. there and listen in. So hello. <laughs> you have a note for yourself, Nick. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah. No, Don't cut the nightmares. green wire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're uh, you're actually doing some cool stuff. Since last time we had you on the show, we've been uh, we actually were just watching a movie that was happening uh, that we've been filming with you. Yep. Uh, you want a quick quick update? It's been kind of fun. We actually made you a little bit of update since last time on the show. So. At some point, we talked about monsters, and I think we talked about monsters again, and then like making pictures of monsters, and like now we have a full body of work of monsters and creepy things and we made a short movie you helped mm -hmm. holding the boom you know. that was the audio guy at that time <laughs> yeah. pretty good and uh i relied on a lot of friends to help out for that but that was a lot of fun and uh we're going to show that during the opening of the show at maker's gallery on october 13th nice so that'll be really sweet i'm excited for that yeah that's, I, i'm looking forward to it lots I mean. of monsters <laughs> creepy things <laughs> um other person has been on uh uh uh, Mike, you've been on only once, once or twice, Only right? Once. Only once? Ah, oh, well, you don't count that. that two rounds. Um, well, but if in, if in your mind I was on the twice, once, yeah. I remember being very fast. Yeah, you're on twice. That's right. You yeah, you started the year off, so Giggles is the one. Uh, yeah, and actually we had a blast. We actually still use you on our um, uh, for a reference for everyone coming in because you talk so close to the microphone that there is still the gorgeous red lipstick you wore on there. <laughs> so we have the giggle mark. So every time it's like if you get that close, you win. You don't have to make out with it if you want to, but Get as close to giggle as you want. Well, win. I was talking to Angie about it because she's the one who told me, oh, I used the mic with your lipstick on it. And I realized it was the moment you gifted me some Pee Wee Herman collectible cards. That's right. And I think I was so excited opening the gift, I just kind of dove in. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, those, those cards I bought, uh, I thought I was buying a single pack of those cards online somewhere, and so I bought a box of them, like, you know, like display boxes, mm -hmm. and I've been slowly giving them to people that I thought they deserve them. So the last two packages went to Matt and you. Yeah, so. you have no idea how much I love them. That's oh my God, true. they're so great. Yeah. They, have, uh, they have temporary tattoos. You ever use those in there? Uh, I did cut one out and put it in a special place, thinking that I would get a real tattoo of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> see. Awesome. I'm trying not to get any tattoos for the summer because I'm trying to swim every day mm. and you can't really go swimming when you first get a tattoo. Yeah, that's bad a, for it. Got to choose, choose your options on that one in there. Um, so uh, another person we have on the show, uh, Mordecai, which uh, Josh, but I, mm -hmm. I refer to you as Mordecai. Uh, we had a, a lot of people write in uh, trying to stump you on our um, 
later on in the like, like for Friday morning. I think that's one of the Friday morning shows. Yeah, it was shows. the Friday morning show. Yeah, so people were writing in on drive time trying to because you are a font of knowledge on a lot of things, and but you were on for the president uh, what President's yeah. Day, right? President's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, out of curiosity, we need to know is uh, how do you have this font of knowledge? By the way, you seem like you know a lot. You mean? Yes, yeah, so the the presidential knowledge specifically was, and I said when I was on before, I was uh, a sickly child, and I had a very specific uh, book from the Scholastic Book Fair that I loved. <laughs> that was Ask Me Anything About the American Presidents. I have no idea where it is now, uh, oh which is God. kind of heartbreaking. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it came from that, and then just every time I pick up a new president, like presidential trivia book, I'm like, oh, I know all this. I just, <laughs> no you gotta write your own. That's a I guess, yeah. I guess there's still money in it. There's only so much to know about presidents. But. There's a little Mordecai out there somewhere, sickly looking for information, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's quick, I'm quick around the table kind of go along. Uh, Tristan, thank you Hello. for being in here. Uh, you are taking over the world more with uh, your writing and uh, knowledge base. You are working. What's update since last time you are on the show? Well, since uh, last time I've been on the show, I actually finished my writing degree, which I've been slowly working on for 12 yeah, years. Woo! You can do it. I'm 41, and I did it. You can do it, too. Uh, and I am now working at Writers and Books. Um, at the end of August, I'll be teaching a young adult uh, class on cyberpunk science fiction, ages 14 to 18. Nice. Uh, you can go to wab.org for more information on their summer write campaign. And uh, I'm just chugging along, just you know, you know, hustling my words. I'm working on a short story collection, a novella, and uh, and 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 I continue to learn. And, uh, Everything's coming up, Tristan, it sounds like. That's I suppose awesome. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had a voice in there, Chris, that never was actually on the show. So you're actually being on the show now, so you're going to be included in this this whole menagerie here. Correct. So uh, Chris Horn, do you mind jumping on the show? I know you're just going to be the studio audience, but I want to have you I'm gonna drag you in now. Oh, that's fine. I married my way into this little group thanks to Carter here, so uh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew what I was getting myself into. How uh, So uh, you are a very talented man, very skilled set in making things pretty outside. I see. That's uh, the landscaping uh, is what I do. So yes, we uh, do what we can. Yeah, so you're doing pretty good. I'm a guy that bursts into flames when I get in the sun. So I don't know how you could be outside more than 30 minutes. Like you can hear me sizzle if I stand outside too long. So I've smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good partner in crime right there. Oh man, uh, and your lovely assistant over here, uh, Angie. So Carter Burwell. There we go. Uh, we can edit that part out. See. Uh -huh. Well, <laughs> some people in Rochester know me as Angie. Some people as Carter Burwell. I'm the same person. <laughs> Gasp! Secrets yeah, out. Exactly. <laughs> oh, here. Breaking news. Yeah. So uh, since last time you were in, anything fun has changed? Updates in your life? No, not really. Oh no, you're still oh, looking no. awesome. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh no. Just it, keep it, I guess you peaked. It, so it's it's sad. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yep. Bring it all downhill. Down. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> No hobo demons. No hobo demons. That's good. Yeah, I did not expect. So on the show, uh, we had uh, <laughs> folks writing in randomly, and uh, Eric Lehman, which I guess we mentioned the first bit, uh, decided to send a single sentence and like uh, ask about hobo demon question mark Indiana hobo demon. Indiana hobo demon. That was it. And I have no idea what it was, so I just decided to. I'm just going to read this question straight out. No clue. And I didn't know. I didn't know if it was something with like a, a, a fun little story with work or something else. No, it was a legit demon story. Like a, like, a, a thing, like demon jumping out at you something else. So also I'm like, well, we're going this direction on the, on the show. Yeah. Which live Had I known, I, I would have prepped you. I would have been like, oh, no, don't ask that one. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me if I know. Tell me if I know. Tell me if you want to do it again. Yeah. Uh, listen to the show. We'll do that. Yeah, so we did, it was suddenly a, a odd inclusion in the show of like, 
Yeah, I, I, the moment I asked it, I was like, I wonder if I should and shouldn't, and didn't, and then we realized we shouldn't have. But hey, whatever. Right? Yeah. A we good time was had by all. Yeah, I laughed. I mean, we were <laughs> legit having a blast in that show. Um, so how about you, Pat? Since uh, you've been doing this for uh, 40, 50, 60 episodes, give or take, you having fun with this process? This show has completely changed my life. In all the wrong ways? In all the wrong ways. <laughs> I've been sickly, I can't sleep. I, yeah, I got that president book that, that Mordecai had. <laughs> That's where it went. I'm like, yeah. Stolen. Oh, man. So, yeah. It's been a blast. Every single week has been a lot of fun. Nice. I'm having fun. Yeah, actually, the show has been better. I, uh, the, uh, I got to say that it has been a uh, marked improvement. People have been commenting. It sounds a lot better. Uh, I sound a lot better because I'm not trying to do 10 things at once, I find. So, uh, and also, you bring uh, we have a lot more audio happening. And a uh, nice thing to say about the show is that after this show, we're doing a little bit of tweaking on the format. So we're going to be doing a little bit more fun uh, show quality sort of stuff. That's so. right. Should we call it like season two? We did yeah. 100 episodes in season yeah, one. Exactly, yeah. it's exact, season two, we'll do another 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's the exact opposite of like English channels. Like the English, they have like three episodes. We do 100 episodes. Yeah, we don't want to let people down. That's how it works. We don't stop when we know people have had enough. That's no, no. Right. Yeah. That's my life motto, I think. You're like the forensic <laughs> files of radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Before, yeah, when I first started off, someone referred to me as the Terry Gross of Rochester. Oh, I like and that. And I yeah. was like, uh, yeah, I'll take it. But just like ran, like randomly talking to someone, just keep for a full hour. Um, yeah, it's amazing. But I've had I've had a blast, and having you on the show has been a uh, a marked improvement, I think. So well, plus, uh, we actually now we're found digitally, which is great because this show is actually be our fir first really full. I mean, not just live, but actually a podcast form show. So um, this is probably going to run, run over. And uh, to catch the whole show, check out uh, mindofmagnus.com uh, or just go to the Facebook page. We'll post it up there as well. So actually we'll have a, whatever spills over the hour will be in podcast form. It so. will be up warts and all. I'm very excited to see <laughs> what comes out. Dramatic emphasis. Oh my God. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so you're dealing out cards in front of us right now. I am. So we're gonna play a little game. And you and I are going to be the judges. <gasps> Yay. So, <laughs> it's called Super Fight. Have you guys played Super Fight before? No, I have not. All right. Good. So here's the deal. We are going to give you two imaginary Contestants, you have to tell us who you think would win in a fight between those two contestants. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm. I had a feeling you might like. <laughs> so it's twenty bucks to get in, and uh, that's yep. how it works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so this is just you know you're trying to get us to fund your program. Yeah, yeah it's season right. two is uh, it's all just oh, wow. special effects. Okay, yeah. The this door's is locked. Don't try to escape. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Matt Roberts is outside with a yeah. big scary mask on. <laughs> It's some, some next level Patreon stuff. <laughs> you get to play games with us, but we charge you a lot of money. Yeah. Do you feel if you've seen Celebrity Deathmatch from MTV, you have an advantage in this game, or is it's very different from that? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Magnus, do you want to pick your, your first combatant? Okay, how do I do it? What's this? Random. Random? Uh, any that I have? Yeah. Any, any in front of me? Yep. Single card or whole stack? Whole stack. Whole stack, okay. And then read them the way they make sense to you. Oh, God. <laughs> so I have Keanu Reeves covered in gasoline, armed with a surface to air missile launcher. That's our first contestant here for this one. And Keanu will be fighting Prince Charming, armed with a piranha launcher. Mm -hmm. Keanu, hands down. He's like a badass in real life. For his movies, he like trains in judo and he does three gun shooting competitions. He knows kung fu. Yeah, straight up, Keanu, hands yeah. down. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I gotta go with Prince Charming because what I'm thinking is the piranha gun could like <laughs> cause like a spark as it clips off of Keanu, who's covered in gasoline, and then you know he just goes up in flames. 
Keanu may self-immolate. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. That, it may be his downfall. Especially with the surface-to-air missile launcher. That yeah. alone, yeah, as soon as he fires while that. on fire, is that like a draw then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tie goes to the runner. If they both die, we win. <laughs> Entertainment. I feel like Brain always wins over Brawn, and neither of these characters yeah, the, the, are known for Prince their Charming scholastic ever lose? That's the thing. Versus. By default, does Prince Charming ever lose? But I think Prince Charming would be charmed by Keanu's uh, one-liners in his movies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he says, whoa, in every film he's in. So I think Prince Charming would put the piranha gun down and be charmed by Keanu. Oh, my goodness. What That's reverse. What, 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 what if they charm each other into a total state of pacifism? Could be. You know. Then the piranhas win. Best world. And then the piranhas, <laughs> the piranhas <laughs> win. That's right. Then the tie goes to whatever <laughs> we pick up next. That's right. Carter, Chris, what do you think? I feel confident that Keanu's a professional and can stop, drop, and roll. Mm-hmm. A second. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really. True. So, uh, who had the most convincing answer? Who do you think wins the this round of Super Fight? Uh... uh Actually, uh, Carter's logic of stop, drop, and roll. The simple thing of this fact that Keanu gets it. So I think you said Keanu's going to win, right? So she won. Uh, she, she's correct in that. Carter wins our first round of Super Fight. <laughs> hey! Did you ever see the uh, recent or the picture of Keanu Reeves stealing the, uh, photo, the camera from the paparazzi? No. There's a photo of him running gleefully with a really high-end camera and a guy like sprinting behind him uh, you know, here across the room. Sort of way, so he stole a paparazzi cam, you know, camera. So was he covered in gasoline? He was not, but he was running from piranhas. So I guess <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, he was gleeful. He had a sound effect. He's like. <laughs> also, Carter, I feel like you had the most authentically speed movie series answer, right? Mm-hmm. Like just keep the bus going, just stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> no, crash. Dropping things all over the place. Speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> so next step in this process, are we keep going on? We to do we to do another one, or do you want to ask another question? Actually, do some questions. Actually, I was yeah, gonna. Let's do that. Uh, so we actually wait. We had a trivia question. Do you guys want to do a, a trivia question? Mm-hmm. Have you guys bat- battle this one out? Always. This is one that came in from a, a listener actually. So I've been having listeners send in trivia questions, which is great. I don't do it myself. Outsource that. So um, this one came in, and I had I never even. I don't even know how to do it. So this is another question. Uh, this came in from a listener named Sally. Uh, so hi guys, started listening to the show thanks to my buddy Zach, which is actually one of the Zach that writes in. So oh, okay. this is actually a so Zach is a long term listener, and uh, now he's getting other people listening. So yeah, Zach informs me he was one of our first four listeners. So that's so it. thank you, Zach, for not only listening but yeah, being one of our four listeners. Actually. Here's Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. more people into the show. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. So uh, this is from Sally. Uh, I know you guys like trivia. Here is one for you I want to share. In 1936, he was on trial and found guilty of killing a 14-year-old boy. The sentence, confinement to his house for the rest of his life. But he broke out of his uh, Brockport home and died by being hit by a car. Who was this murderer? Here are the multiple choice answers. Was it A, Alan Shawcross, the godfather or the grandfather of the famed Arthur Shawcross? Was it B, Big Blue, a military draft horse that was used in the First Great War, C, a mongrel dog named Idaho, or D, Samson, the mongrel dog of Alan Shawcross, who was the, guy, the grandfather <laughs> of famed Arthur Shawcross. So one of those answers is real. Who do you think was a murderer in 1936 that killed a 14-year-old boy? It was a horse. It was a horse? Do you think I it's Big Blue? Horse. Yes. Nick, what do you think could be? I'll hold my care for a horse. <laughs> is a horse? Do you think horse. Big Blue could be the thing? 
I might, I might go with the dog. A mongrel dog named Idaho? Yeah, that's the one. Not, okay. the, not the Shawcross. That's Shawcross dog? Okay. I also think it's the horse. Big blue? I got to go with C because it's like this conflagration of absurdities, and that would just <laughs> make me really, really make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go A because I feel it's a simple answer. I think it's the, all the other ones are trick questions or tricks. He knows me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carter's just laughing, so it's A. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with Samson just because it's the answer that makes me laugh. With Samson? Yeah. So the answer was, you actually give the answer right away on this one? I so mean, we usually tease it and come back, right? Yeah, but there's no one to really tease, I guess. If you want to change, we can we come back to it if you want. After the commercial break. Commercial yeah. Break? What yeah. does Odin the dog think? Is Ooh, he giving any yeah. clues away? I he mean, thinks it's a dog from Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> he did have that face when I saw it in C. So, yeah, we'll come back after the next uh, fight. We'll do it that way. Watch this. This is going to be real professional. The answer after this break. Someone asked me, uh, they're asking about the show itself, and this one I can actually ask all the guests, but uh, how did you guys prepare to be on the show? So people I ask to be on the show, and they're always nervous to being on my show. And I tell people, you don't have to be nervous. Like, I, like we told before with Zach, all four of my listeners are pretty easy going. So, but some people have different ways. We had one woman that came in that she just walked the parking lot for about an hour to get prepared to be on the show. Another guy came in and he just, he couldn't look at me when he talked to me. Like he had to put his head down and I get it. Cause I'm a guy like if I, my intro, I'll look away as I'm talking. Cause I got to focus on that. But uh, my question is, is when you guys came on the show, do you guys have any sort of tricks, tips, anything you need to do to get I through? I ate a dozen raw eggs. I did 50 push-ups. I ran half a mile and I walked a goat around the lock backwards. That's, really, that's how I got ready. It, it showed it's, too. It's, it's serious mental preparation. Was that for each show you're Every on? Every time. Every time? Yeah, you're like, Nick, can you be on later? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to hurry up. So I'm like eating the eggs while walking the goat backwards. <laughs> there is a goat on my block. So theoretically, I could have done that. That's right. I've seen that. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, yeah. I made cue cards for myself. I remember we talked before the show, and I said, well, what do, we, what do you want to talk about? And he said, what do you want to talk about? So I just had these cue cards with vague things like <laughs> local music, uh, art, particularly the piece of the nun having an orgasm. That was part of our show. Uh, and I feel like there was one other thing. Oh, travel, I guess, because that's what I do the most. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. That's, that's also a Pete and Pete thing. You have the, the cards for when you go to the barber, because the barber never knows how to have a conversation, so you got to have your cards prepared. Everything's going to come back to Pete and Pete, apparently. <laughs> Wait. Forever. I feel like this is changing my haircut life, though. To take the like cards I should take the cue cards, like not just to the radio, just but cards perhaps everywhere. to the barber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot cheaper than paying your life coach to follow you around everywhere to tell you the same stuff, basically. Well, my mother yeah. was a life coach, oh, so maybe really? I had well, a cheat. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's already like you know, kind of in your repertoire. Was your yeah. Really a yeah. life coach? Yeah, she's a hypnotherapist. That's amazing. A big piece of the puzzle just fell in the life. <laughs> wow. The giggle story. So it's yeah. like she hypnotizes people into like not making bad choices. <laughs> <laughs> she always said, I remember uh, sometime I had a friend over and they asked my mom what it's like to be hypnotized. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh baby, no, 
you're already hypnotized. Ooh. I give you the choice oh. to think something else. And that's I was like, oh. that's, like yeah. Some, yeah. Like, that's like some there is no spoon type <laughs> stuff there. Friends never to be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my I, I've been on the show twice, and both times I was relatively lucky that there was something topical in like you know current events for me to talk about. Talk about the first time Wonder Woman had just uh, come out. Uh, so I talked about uh, intersexualism in uh, in fiction writing and how to not be like an idiot when you're doing it. <laughs> uh, and then the second time it was Halloween, so I came in and I talked about the history of uh, of gothic horror, American gothic horror, because I don't really know much about horror, but I know about gothic literature. So in both cases, I did like the most like severely like nerdy academic like wrote basically an MLA paper for each show. I even went the gothic one. I even contacted one of my old professors for some stuff and came in with way more notes than I needed. No, it was prepared well, great. Well, thank you, yeah. thank you. Chris, this is an unfair question for you. How'd you prepare to come tonight? Uh, I sat down at the table and a microphone was put in front of me. Mm -hmm. And that's Perfect. pretty much the preparation. Well, well, honestly, you, you said you married. Right, yeah, yeah, but I, I, yeah. Like yeah, I found out today I was coming tonight. So. Right. <laughs> out of all of us, you did the most groundwork. <laughs> I saw him doing a couple push-ups. <laughs> no eggs, though. There's eggshells, I wonder. <laughs> time that I was on was the first time I'd ever been on radio, so I just kind of came in and hoped for the best. Yeah, but you did message me a couple different times during the week. Uh, we did talk off and on. You came into the shop I was working at just a, a bit, too. You you did have some messages. I think you're, of all people that I've had on the show, you've messaged me before the show to make sure everything was okay for the show. Yes. So, Which is good. I like it, because like I said, a lot of guests don't even show up for the show. So thank you. It was really great. I like that part of the thing. Does so. uh, getting drunk before you show up count as preparation? Uh, it does sometimes. Okay, yeah, I did that too. <laughs> In that case, yeah, that's how I usually get ready for the show. And on the show, during the show, after the show. This, this is not true, PD Mike. No. None of that is true. No. Yeah, you don't get drilled anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although it's actually funny when we first, uh, we actually had uh, one of our one guest that was on was uh, he actually brought different beers in as travels and we just like, he was, he was showing them off, we just didn't drink them on the air. But we kind of wanted to, as well, like, but we're professionals, damn it. We'll do that for the podcast, that's what we'll do. I need beer on the air. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> no. you, oh. put in that, you put in the horn. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. So, oh my gosh. Um, I was trying to think of another question I had here, but uh, you guys keep rambling on if you feel so inclined. Uh, did you mention how you prepared? No, I, I think Matt texted me like the day before I came on. I was like, hey, you want to come talk about presidents like, and how they died? I was like, yeah, of course, always. <laughs> and then I tried to find that book and couldn't and then just kind of showed up, which is like kind of the story of my life. Like, I don't know. I tried to find it, couldn't. Here I am. We'll see how this goes. Now, if I remember correctly, history is sort of your like background, right? Yeah, so yeah. now was the book of presidents sort of your entry into history? Uh, uh, nerddom? <laughs> That's a really good question. I don't know what my, what the first thing, the guy, it may very well have been, which like explains a lot about me. Now that you'd say that, that the first thing was just like really niche weird stuff and then like merged into, like we talked about the first time, like assassination and presidential death and all can, that. Can I, can I segue to something? I know, I know an interesting thing about you. Okay. You love the Bud movies. Air oh Bud yeah. Well, the the, the buddies specifically the, buddies. Are the ones that oh, yeah. Was, okay, the buddies specifically. Uh, space okay. buddies. Space was, buddies was the classic in the house. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's the most bizarre series you'll ever come across. It's, it is. It is. Uh, there was uh, there were like 
references to like Sunshine, the, the, like the sci-fi movie Sunshine in this Space Buddies, like a really? children's movie. Yeah, like references to like deep sci-fi movies. Now that's really interesting to me. I had no idea. Oh yeah. Now yeah. I have a reason to watch this movie. Aside from just knowing it exists. Well, yeah, that there's that too. Is, I mean, is... dogs in space. I mean, I haven't I seen it already. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Space Buddies. Not space, space Buddies. Space yeah. Buddies. So the buddies now, are a whole bunch of buddies movies, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and you, uh, we never talk about uh, that's right. Snow there's, Buddies. That's right, because there's a, a, a dark shadow <laughs> overhanging yeah, over yeah, Snow Buddies. That, that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you were, share it. You really want it. I, I, I don't know much about it. I think you're the buddies there were, expert. I mean, there were, some, there were some buddies who didn't make it through all of the filming. Oh, some of the buddies got ill and then didn't make it. That's so really sad. Snow Buddies is the, is the verboten buddies. The verboten. But Space Buddies is top-notch. That's my number one recommendation. And if you take anything like, away from me for that, kid caper, dog pal movies kind of deal. All the buddies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of them there. This is like the most I've talked about this. Excellent. Like <laughs> extended <laughs> length. So thank you for this. Um, I just distinctly remember having a conversation with you about it years ago. Yeah. Well, we it came up with friends. We went through what they all were, and then we happened to find it in like a used record store. So we obviously bought it, and we bought Cosmic Brownies, and it was like a whole thing. Cosmic, like, Little Debbie Cosmic Brownies. It wasn't anything illicit oh, that you would right, assume. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, we were like, just in Stuxland. Cosmic Brownies. So, we had a random list of questions that came in. Uh, like, literally random questions. It was like, you have a big group. One of the questions that I, I was, two people asked me that, which fictional character would, you, would be the most boring to meet in real life? I don't know why this came up twice. Two people asked the same question, so I bumped to the top of the list. But who do you think is the most fictional character to be boring to meet in real life? Oh, boy. That's why everyone's like, I, I mean, they said to me, I'm like, I, I, I always think it's exciting. I never thought boring before. Yeah. So I think it's some of the people trying to trick us up. So I'm going to go with James Joyce as himself in Ulysses. <laughs> <laughs> That's some huge character. Gargamel's is pretty dull. I never mm -hmm. liked. Oh, I disagree about Gargamel. I was always rooting for him. Yeah, he's like a, he's I mean, just like obsessive fixation. Right, like, well, I mean, also he was hungry. I mean, what did he eat other than he always talked about wanting to eat was the that Smurfs? His motivation? He yes, he wanted to eat the Smurfs. That was his whole motivation. Yes. Anything. 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 Yeah. Oh, that opens the door. Gargamel with Sprigginota? <laughs> yeah, I guess that is a ripoff. That totally just changed my entire outlook on, on, on the Smurfs. Yeah. yeah. Totally. No, I wanted him to like at least get one. I'm like, the guy's just hungry. <laughs> yeah. He's probably just eating like twigs and berries. I don't know. He really wants these like, smurfs. You know, you'd think like maybe if like, he'd, he'd finally gotten one, he'd be like, hey, these things are kind of chewy, and he'd just move on to something else. You right. Know? Did he make the female smurf? Yeah, he made smurf Yes, to like lure the smurf to eat it. Well, he made like how smurfette is now. Smurfette was like this black, straw haired, like sickly looking one. And then Papa Smurf made her better and became a voluptuous blonde in heels. That's what. Wow! Wait, so everyone's just there waiting, like playing the last man standing game with Smurfette. That's like the whole point of their Pretty village. Much. I mean, yeah, it's a bunch of so, guys in the woods of Wonderall Blue. My so. God! But they existed very before. Sorted. Before Smurfette, so they must be just multiplying on their own. They probably, I guess they could have popped. <laughs> yeah. This is encountering words that I'm not supposed to say, and we need that coffee mug now to <laughs> explain yeah, meeting a man. I guess the point meeting, was meeting a man between the Alps. The, well, the point was I don't find Gargamel to be boring. <laughs> I don't find it boring either. I mean, anybody who's that obsessed with something, I right. just, it has to be Eating fascinating. Blue people. Yeah. 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 We started there, and now I realize I hate the Smurfs. Oh like, God, they're the worst. Is that yeah. true? 
just now I realized it. That's horrible. They're they're built. Can we talk about the snorks? Were they cooler? Yeah. Like were they better? I didn't have a lot of snorks experience. I feel like there's a, a better intersectional message in the snorks somehow. Yeah. I, I don't exactly know what it is. It's just a gut feeling. Okay, so they're basically snurfs with like a snorkel coming out of their head. Yeah, oh, and there's various colors. They, they don't just come in one color. There's like green and yellow and yeah. purple and blue. And they so ride seahorses. And I'm, I yeah. don't know this much about it. Really. <laughs> if you want to picture them, picture a smurf mating with Cubert. Yes. Oh, tell yes. them. There you go. Yeah, very simple. <laughs> so in this boring fictional character scenario, what are you doing with them? Are you just trying to have lunch and talk? or Eternity. <laughs> okay, oh, Man, Prince Adam from He-Man. <laughs> Prince Adam from He-Man never um, had like yeah, anything good to say. And, you know, and yeah. if you're stuck with him for eternity, he can't ever pop away to like do his whole transformation thing. So you're just stuck. And he's probably oh, you're just stuck with Prince Adam. And he's probably like stuck with Prince Adam too. Just like, hate being in the sky. This whole thing's yeah. just a yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. He wasn't real complicated. The most fascinating thing about him is that he could turn into He-Man. <laughs> Yeah. But like neither character was deep. Well, he he did star right. in that. He-Man you know. is not deep. Oh yeah. Well, he did not. He did make it, make it on YouTube. He starred in that crazy YouTube video. Had like a million hits. I don't know this one. I'll Google it when I get home. was a thing. I saw. I watched that whole documentary on Netflix about the toys. Oh, the toys that made it. Yeah, it's actually pretty sweet. You should check it out. But like the He-Man, they like they're like they. They came up with the concept of the toy and are like, this is what, you know, this is the thing that's going to like compete against the Star Wars toys and all mm -hmm. that other stuff. And then um, they're like, well, we need to, they didn't have anything. It's like other things had movies and comic books and stuff. So they made like a comic kind of thing and then they made the cartoon and like they really kind of dulled it down for the cartoon where I think the comic they made for it was like darker. But then oh. like the, you know, you got Prince Adam and he's like, you know, wearing his. We had pink pants or was it pink purple. shirt? Purple. Okay, purple there you pants. go. So it was just like, shirt. you know, all sorts of wonderful. <laughs> Prince Adam is if Newark Airport was a person. Yeah, it's the worst. Anybody uh, else? So, anybody else? Opinions on boring fictional characters. <laughs> But like yeah, boring, it's, it's like that, this is the type of thing where like I'm gonna be driving next week and be like that that guy, <laughs> that person. Message that in, we can do that. Yeah. Um, so we had another question that came in. Uh, was uh, would you rather live for a week in the past or a week in the future? And it was a weird person who was just kind of writing about ideas and stories and stuff. Like, and the thing is, you can choose any point in time. It's just. Would, and it's it's a. Uh, they said the reason why it was it's a study of personality tests. And if you are you a future person. Is anyone here? I can go 2,000 years in the future. I totally know my answer. And it's a cheater move. I would go to the future where they have time machines, and then I could spend half of it in the past. Right? But how would you know when? I mean, you wouldn't, but I guess. That's why I want to go forward. Once time machines exist, though, they will always exist. We're assuming that they show up, though, and like we don't just devolve, you know, like because we're going that way. Kind of. But <laughs> my, my, my theory is that time travel has, if it does exist, they're just here cataloging all this stuff that's already dead. You know, like like that's already gone, that's gone. That animal's already been eaten up. This, you know, they're too busy cataloging the entire planet that is not there in the future. The, 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 the historians are like, we know what happens. We had, we see Facebook. We know you guys did back there. We don't care about you guys. We want to have like. There's, there's no tigers in the future. So we're taking pictures of them and taking samples. That's I actually think theory. there's a mandala effect at play. I think that it's like like an internet troll. This person is going back and changing things like queens, we are the champions, and removing like 
the of the world at the end. <laughs> so it's like, that's why people remember it. It's like, that happened. Then why didn't it happen? It's just a guy that's like got too much free time. <laughs> you know? Just going around sn editing snippets out of the past yeah. just to like screw with the future. Like Kit Kat. Man, I hate that no guy. No hyphen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no hyphen Kit Kat. Yeah. That's it. I can't deal with this guy. He's got to, you know, he's got to go. But yeah, that would be my cheater move. Because I would go to the future and then I'd also get some of the past. Does anyone, would anyone here go to the past? Does anyone? Uh, well, well, I, I have a yeah. I totally would. Yes, I think depending on where you go to, what you want to experience, you can take something from a whole different thing and see it from a completely different perspective. Where would you go? Nothing, nowhere came to mind. I just, that would be, if there was one thing that you were really interested in, you could go back to that and just kind of live it and see it that way and not ruin the future for you. Because a lot of times they always say, if you know what your future is going to be, you're going to find a way to make it happen. I have this question over the weekend. If, if so, say you could find the witch in the house and you look in her eye and she tells you how you're going to die, would you want to know? You have the choice. She'll tell you, yes, this is how you're going to die and when you're going to die. Do you want to know, yes or no? I would totally find out. You would find out? Hell yeah. Oh, and, and, as long as she gives you like a real answer, yeah. not like you know some vague like you die with no, your arms me, waving. She'll give you like, some specifics. She'll okay, so you know, car crash fifty two, you know, heart attack sixty five, or something. You know, I'm more concrete. Eating circus peanuts at work. <laughs> <laughs> something I would never eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like choking on one and yeah. they're saying, yeah. Totally. I, I've, I've always worried that I was gonna like you remember when they used to put a, like a thing on the gas pumps like don't use your cell phone yeah. gas pump right. I used I had this terrifying feeling that that's how I was gonna die like my phone was gonna ring and I'm just like oh no <laughs> wow Damn yeah. You, Mom. Yeah. Wait, so, so Carter you said you'd go into the past can you elaborate what are you thinking uh, my immediate thought was to like go back to the Wild West with my wealth of knowledge now go back and shoot people and take over a town and rule that are you kidding I would totally do that so would you go to the Wild West or would you go to the Australian Wild West where it was all the, the uh, Irish penal colony? I think I might stay away from that. <laughs> See, that's Just because West, that's... I feel like I'd be into. Yeah. I would go straight out West. Because it's like an Irish Western mm -hmm. and that's just like a lot of witty. It's pretty, honestly. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go back. Just because there's there's things where like we don't know if they actually happen so like there's uh figures in ancient greece and ancient rome where we have all these things but there's theories that they're like amalgamations of different other people so just mm -hmm. go and find out like oh no this person did exist or this event actually happened or there's just like insane theory that the middle ages don't actually exist oh i saw that time. yeah there's a block that's just yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so like go and see like come back and be like no that that was real like charlemagne was a guy so <laughs> let's like end that conversation yeah. i think that'd be Done. pretty good yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one person that uh, asked the question, uh, he said he wanted to go back in time just to see if dinosaurs were warm-blooded, like a biologist or not. He's like, I just want to figure out if that is, that changes how his thing was. I'm like, oh, I never thought about sticking a thermometer up a T-Rex. Be very careful. Warm. <laughs> Ooh, warm. Okay. So, I was go. actually going to say the boring characters, if you saw the most recent Jurassic Park, unless they have another new Jurassic Park, which they probably do. But, they do. Uh, the come, Jurassic one, World one, one, one coming soon. I yes. found every character to be extremely one-dimensional. I think I'd hate meeting I would, any I would, of them I would have in to real agree. life. Yeah. I would have to agree. When yeah, it's one of those movies where you're looking for things to eat stuff. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah, I wanted everybody to die. Yeah, me too. <laughs> God, I thought I was alone in this. No, no. This is so I, therapeutic. I think, I think we're all there. Yeah. I feel like that's just the first one. I'm like, all right, come on, dinosaurs. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs>
That's like watching Reed Eftenbach. Oh, yeah, like when the guy eats the guy, when the Tyrannosaurus eats the guy that's in the, the porta potty. Go, gotta go. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, yeah, you knew exactly what I was going for. Too. Yeah. <laughs> When the guy's the guy, he knew exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The guy eats the guy, you know? (laughs) Yeah, my my inner Sicilian just came out. Hey, you know, when the guy eats the guy, you know? Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, so I can't give you a solid answer to that question because I'm a sci-fi writer, so I spend way too much time thinking about this question. Um, I would really like to go and see how all of you have screwed up the timeline through your various escapades through time. That's what I want to do. Yeah. This sounds like the best version of it, where you're just like the fixer. You go back and try to figure out what we blew up. Yeah, actually, more yeah. like the Watcher from Marvel. Right? Well, yeah, like, I was thinking yeah. the Watcher from Marvel, yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. like, well, well, look, that's really messed up over there. Ain't that something? <laughs> Wait, so did everybody go back in time? No, I would. I, I, I would go future. I, I, I go forward. Yeah, I go, I want to go sideways. The cheater move. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go sideways in time and see all the alternate versions, in specifically the of the results of this conversation. Now, are you a person that processes like, do you live your life thinking that there's an alternate version of you? that said a yes to an answer 10 years ago? Do you really have like a thought that that is like a thing happening? Is, like there, is there a Tristan that happened to be, you know, why it was in, you're in Oxford, you bumped into the, the prince and made friends and suddenly you're a duke somewhere or I, like? Well, John, I, I think about it constantly now that you mention it. <laughs> no, actually you, you mentioned, I, okay, so I, I went and I studied in Oxford University for a while and the thing was the election happened while I was there. So I've always had this really, awful theory that I passed through some sort of vortex over the Atlantic Ocean and like I'm just living out this like awful nightmare world. No, what really happened was in 2012 they predicted the Mayan calendar and the world would end or there'd be this consciousness shift and we all were hoping to be something warm and fuzzy and really here we are now. (laughs) We're all, you know. (laughs) Really, have we felt great since then? You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. I brought up the theory. Have you heard the the theory that it was the weasel that got caught in the Large Hadron Collider? <laughs> no. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want that. I, didn't affect something too. They, yeah. they thought we could create a little black hole here yeah. on Earth. It, it sent us into a, a parallel dimension, and that's why we are living where we are, we're living right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we're in a, a country run by weasels. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the fifth Tannin universe, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the weasel got in the way, and now we're in the, the, yeah. the Tannin. The I'm very relieved it wasn't me then, because I've been really. But oh, we need a scapegoat. We can use you as a scapegoat. All right, you can be, yeah, okay. I went to the vortex. I caused evil America to happen. I'm sorry. Is the vortex like the Langoliers? Like we're yes, just like a step yes, behind. just like the Langoliers. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're in the political Langoliers. Right, we're in the political Langoliers. Yeah. Yeah. Short story. Yeah. Short story. Yeah. Short story. Yeah, it's a short story. Short Stephen story. King for the Great listeners out there. Great miniseries. Oh, that's right. They did a that's right. Yeah, the TV it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. terrible. Absolutely, yeah. just yeah, bulky for perfect strangers. Yeah. Um, hey, we had another question that I like you like because it came up today. There's a tie-in. Uh, so if you could live in any TV home, what would it be? And the reason I toss this in there is because the t- the house for the Brady Bunch is on auction today. Uh, it actually went up. It's $1.9 million house. Uh, it's just the That's exterior it. shot. Yeah, yeah. Only $1.9 million. $1.9 million house. But yeah, so that, that led into a question today. If you can live in any TV home, TV is a key here, uh, what home would it be in? TV's Playhouse. Oh, we're talking? I'd, I'd be nervous. Everything's alive in there. Zombie! <laughs> yeah. get, get a wish out. I'm cool, You know man. I'm, I'm down with that. And I yeah. told John uh, Magnus the last time I was on the show that I'm trying to make a giant interactive Pee Wee Hermit house. 
That's like what I want to do here in town. One of the things I want to do. Wait a second. There's, does the movie count? Because it's, it's the TV, the house and the TV show was one thing, but then the house and the movie was. A little I think bit the, the question they asked was really TV like, home. So yeah, the movie yeah. home was dope too. You know, like the fire pole and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love the the it's always, the Pee Wee's Playhouse always bothered me because. Everything seems to be alive in there. Even the floor. There's yeah. flory. It comes up one point. Like season three, all of a sudden the floor starts talking. Everything's alive except for his Billy Baloney doll that he talks and plays with. And I wonder, is that a dead thing? <laughs> like, so he's talking. Hey, yo, how are you? I'm like, everything talks. And that looks like it did talk. It's like someone just, like, there's like, let him go. He just plays with the dead body now. I don't know. Or the Pee-wee's just another thing in the house, and it's the doll that controls Pee-wee. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The house is full house. Some prime real estate, you know. Yeah, those row houses. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just to sell in it. San Francisco. Like, just hang out long, long enough to flip the house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't want to live in the house with, like, say, the Brady Bunch house. There's like three kids per room, right? And like, and then there's a maiden downstairs. I don't know, but yeah. Also, I'm like... pretty sure the bathroom's carpeted. Oh. Just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no bad things. Bad things. Oh my gosh. Uh, how about you guys? Favorite I, have, I have two answers to this question, actually. Okay, so the first one would be uh, Silver Spoons. Oh my god. Because, yeah, he's got the train and all his own video games and stuff, and, you know, Alfonso, uh, whatever his name is, yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, him. He's like your friend, you know, he hangs out and comes over and teaches you how to, like, rap and stuff. Yeah. But I think actually really would be that the, the Malcolm in the Middle, because Brian Cranston as a dad. And all of his shenanigans. I just want to be in on every one of those <laughs> dumb things he does when when the wife is away. Definitely. You guys have a understanding of your favorite TV show right now? Yeah, that's kind of been coming to mind. So. We don't really have TV. When it made the switch over to the box, then we didn't keep the TV. So we watch Netflix. Does that count? Yeah, Netflix or Hulu series? Maybe the cabin that Walt Longmire lives in. Oh, I like it. Which, what's that from? Longmire oh. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Mine actually, uh, mine's a relatively newer show. But have you seen Altered Carbon? Oh. Like I, I went to Tower. That guy, the 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 above the cloud, the oh, giant house, the, uh, the, 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 the wealthy CEO guy. Yeah, yeah. Just see, I saw it the other day. I'm like, I could live in that giant like tower above the clouds. I want to live in the Po Hotel. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Poe Hotel. Come on, you hang out. You're the only guest in the entire hotel, and you get to hang out with Edgar Allan Poe, who will apparently like shoot your enemies if they come through the door. Yeah. <laughs> what is this yeah. from? So, uh, uh, a TV uh, show called Altered Carbon. It's on uh, Netflix. It's actually based on a sci-fi novel by the same name. It's actually a murder mystery. Yeah, the, there's a uh, AI holographic hotel at yeah. Poe, and it's a, an AI who takes on the persona of Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> and the hotel's called The Raven. And he's trying to study human interactions and human condition and stuff. And no one goes to hotels. He hasn't had a guest in like 50 years. So he like becomes almost like stalker version. He, like, he loves and he tries to be the, the buddy slash sidekick to the main star. And he's like he's part of the hotel. He's like a holographic thing. You can interact with stuff. But yeah, it's a really neat show. Yeah, he fills about. that niche in the plot for like when there's the detective and then the detective kind of has his like guy back at the base that knows all that looks up all the information or like Oracle for Batman you know it's sort of like that it's Edgar Allan Poe oh and once a week he goes and he plays poker with the other AIs and they're all like man you're still hanging out with those humans come on we've been doing that for a century now come on forget them yeah Poe I think you updated I, I, I can see that being a place to interesting to be the oh Raven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely is one of the other holograms Al from Quantum Leap, I hope? You know, but actually that one of them is very much kind of that sort of like cigar kind of like, yeah, I know my fifth, my fifth wife was like, you know, kind of like, yeah, he's kind of like one of those guys, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, not Dean Stockwell, but yeah. Dean Stockwell-esque. Yeah, yeah, very, very, yeah, very, very similar. That's a good question. I think I'd want Elf's House. Ooh, Elf's cats. House, really? Why yeah. Elf's House? Because you want to eat doors. cats? Exactly. Full of trapdoors. Because it's full of trapdoors. <laughs> okay. I could smite all of my enemies <laughs> if I lived in Elf's House. No ankle is safe. No, yeah, exactly. Do you know how many knees I would ruin? <laughs> it would be the best. Did you know that about Elf's, Elf's House in the show? No. So Elf could pop through the floor in different places. There were all these weird trapdoors. I can't remember which show we talked about this on, but I know we did at some point. So there were all these weird trap doors. So all the actors on the show were miserable because they all nearly killed themselves walking around and catching their foot in a trap door. <laughs> Do you ever, I mean, they, they were miserable in the first place. You ever hear the story about the guy who played Willie had a nervous breakdown on the show? Yeah. So yeah. So if those don't know Willie, the guy, you know, Willie. Oh yeah. So he is a uh, classically way, trained actor. Pitch perfect now. <laughs> uh, so uh, he is a classically trained actor, like Shakespearean, and he is playing second bananas to a puppet. Well, like season five, he has a nervous breakdown. He, he, they find him strangling the puppet, saying how the puppet is ruining his life. Like full on, they peel him off. There's not a guy in the puppet. It's just him strangling an inanimate object, yelling at it. That seems like a perfectly reasonable response to me. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing to think about there is he has this, he flips out. There's a whole season after this. So <laughs> you can watch the begrudgingly act at a puppet for the next season six or whatever the heck it was or something else. Doesn't Elf end with the government, like, spoilers for Elf, I guess, but you had time. Uh, like, the government comes and kidnaps him to, like, experiment the, the, there, on him? There was a, the... a made-for-TV yeah. movie uh, uh, follow-up of that. They actually made, like, years later, the two-hour special. Yeah, yeah, send him home. Don't let the government just come and take him away. Yeah, oh, they, they straight up yeah, took him. That, that, yeah. yeah. that was, like, a big 80s theme, though. Remember, like, E.T., even Stranger Things, like, Went back to that. It was like, remember not to trust. When was the last yeah. time you watched E.T., though? It's like, you know, the guy with the keys, right? You always you think he's never. like the bad guy. But I, I kind of got the impression I rewatched E.T. recently. Like, I feel like the, he was kind of, like, not looking at it from, like, an adult perspective. But, like, he was trying to help E.T. Oh, I don't know. I have to you go know? back Yeah, if you go back and watch it now, way. which yeah. I wouldn't because like, he's, he's like, scares he's like, me. You know, he's like, like okay, I got to this kid. And, they're, like, and then I think he kind of realizes, oh, we got to put it back together. But he's like, he doesn't seem as menacing now as an adult. Where I was like, like, you know, okay, he's got hurt ET, but like he seems they, they all seem to want to help and not so much hurt, you know. Um, so, so through the lens of time, now you can see like you're, yeah, age, it's a little more scientific. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> gotta at least figure out what's going on here. <laughs> I've got a deep frown over here. <laughs> no, not okay. I'll never expect, uh, like, I'll never change my mind. No, nope, he was the worst. Maybe I just should never watch it yeah. again. Yeah. Keep Oh, so we had a, uh, talking about Pee Wee's Playhouse. There was a really crazy uh, theory going on that Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee is is an actual like Pee Wee is the the character. Like the world he lives in is your universe, but the only thing that's different is that Jombie is real. It's a universe where Jombie exists, and it was found by Pee Wee, who is a special needs person who makes random wishes. And the reason why, because like the the male lady is normal. Like everyone else is quirky as all heck. But like male, the male lady comes in. He's like he likes the male lady, so he doesn't change her. But he's been slowly wishing himself. Like when he was a kid, he met Jombie, and he has not changed from whenever the mental state of Pee Wee is, like age fifteen, you know, special needs fifteen, on up. He's been slowly wishing his universe wider and wider and wider into what it is. He gets one wish a day, three hundred sixty-five wishes a year times fifteen years. What would be the universe where that would happen? So it was a whole theory of like. It's just the Jombie universe. There is Jombie just got found by Pee Wee. I like so, that. I like that. 
So yeah. Pee Wee's Playhouse is just that Billy Mooby episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, that right. I can really imagine like a scenario in which like this phenomenon grows to the point where like a military force has to like take some sort of like preventative measure to like you know have like an insurrection you know prevent this insurrection. Did you, did you see Annihilation? Or not? And it's like the like the, the, the area X as it sort of spreads out. You know, to, to so my to my shame, I haven't like, seen that yet. Actually, I did not. Is it yeah. good though? Oh, it's great. It looked yeah. good. The book's even better. Yeah. Okay. You know, usually how it goes, but it's 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 like different. But I read that the director said it was his. Is it's a trilogy? So it's like the movie is his dream about like the trilogy or the book. But like it's I, I don't think everybody liked it. They said it was too smart for people. That was one of the things that they were saying. Like so, and they, you know, really so that. like it didn't re, yeah. it didn't play well in the movies because it was too smart or too intelligent. Too cerebral. But yeah, it's dope. I really film. liked it. But like yeah. that the whole thing is like this thing happened. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Zombie just keeps spreading out, right. you know, and again, yeah. yeah, the military has the sort of out. And there, there was a, someone mentioned that in the, in the theory, there was like, why wouldn't, wouldn't someone try to stop it? Like, how can you stop a guy who could wish anything away? <laughs> so there, that's why there's no, there's a bunch of random stuff that pops up and there's people like giving references where they reference other, like firefighters are there because Pee Wee liked firefighters as a kid, but there's something that they mentioned in there that shows that there's something like a military reference. I forget what it was now, but it's Spin saying that he may have wished away like the bad men, whatever it was. Like he, like he made everyone happy, so there's no, no wars, no something else. See, I thought yeah. maybe the military response was that Robin Williams movie, Toys. <laughs> oh. See now, that, you know that guy was kind of preparing a little like you know army there. Maybe that's exactly what was happening. He was like, "We got to take this Pee Wee guy out." <laughs> where you does know. small soldiers fit into this whole multiverse? Oh, we're building. Uh, maybe they're like the mercenaries, sort of just like in between, like playing both sides it's against the middle. War. This is like what's the, after right. we destabilized this yeah. universe. This is like kind of what props. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, we're just here to, like they're like the Al Qaeda <laughs> situation. They're just, they're just we're gonna hear like we're gonna annex Mattel and. Hasbro and the rest of you guys can just like fight amongst yourselves. Kenner. Uh, my favorite theory as far as changing a movie or TV show is about the movie Grease, which is a movie I have never liked. That's something you should know about me. I actually hate the movie Grease and references to such. Um, but no. then this almost changed my mind. Someone said there was this theory going on that, uh, what's her name, Olivia Sandy. Newton, San thank you, Sandy, that she actually died yeah, on the beach yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, and ooh, so, uh, yeah, as she was getting, you know, revived or whatever, she goes into this coma type state of the what if she lived. She'd have this romance with the guy that tried to give her mouth to mouth and like she'd become this badass and then they get in the car and that's her driving off to death. I really love that as a theory and it kind of made it okay for me, but other than that, I hate it. Just because everyone's dead. Just because it negates the entire thing. There's also the one that's uh, the Jetsons takes place before the Flintstones and yeah. the Flintstones is recreating society after this like massive nuclear war of, uh, <laughs> which is why they have like some remnants of like dishwashers but they don't yeah. have the technology because they're all rebuilding yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, the same idea of like the uh, the cargo cultists of, uh, oh, the, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. the idea is like they know, they have references from something, so cargo yeah. cultists, if you don't know what that is, it's Where the, did the dinosaurs come from? John what's that? What's that? John Hammond. Yeah, the, the Jurassic Park they actually worked out with. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the, it's actually the Jurassic Park world yeah, yeah. becomes the Jetsons, becomes the thing. Yeah, they get up higher to get away from the dinosaurs, exactly. 
and then the dinosaurs they and, fall apart. And is that little floating Martian guy in both shows? So like maybe he's like the, maybe, maybe he's like the maybe he's like a like he's like an AI. He's like the avatar of an AI that's like left behind that's trying to put like you know. He's you know, Wally. Right, he's <laughs> Wally. <laughs> except he's actually made some progress, yeah, right. you know. <laughs> I was gonna bring up Kazoo, so I'm really glad that you did. Yeah. Wait, he shows up. There was a crossover between both of them, actually. The Flintstones and the Jetsons had one special together. Well, that's it. The Flintstones went a lot of weird places. I think the Harlem Globetrotter showed up on there, too. They went everywhere, though. They were everywhere. Timeless. Of course. The Globetrotter. Yeah. In fact, I brought them with me. They're here. Hey, Lemon, everybody. It's a reference for force. Switch over to platform. Beard of the mind. They're all here. Yeah, Curly <laughs> Neal's over in the corner. <laughs> Everyone who's ever existed is behind the curtain right now. Exactly. Um, so, you guys want to uh, answer that trivia question? You can find the answer oh. to that one. Oh, that was a hell of a tease. That was like an hour and twenty-five minutes. <laughs> I think also I might want to change my answer. What was the last? What was D? Uh, that was the dog Samson. Who was Shawcross's stepdad's yeah. sister's dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samson, the mongrel dog of Alan <laughs> Shawcross, who was the yeah. grandfather of famed Arthur Shawcross. Yeah. I'm going to go with that one. All right. That was mine, too. So the question again, just make sure. In 1936, he was tried and found guilty of killing a 14-year-old boy. The sentence confinement to his house for the rest of his life, but he broke out and was in his Brockport home and died by being hit by a car. Who was his murderer? Who was this murderer? So was it A, Alan Shawcross, the grandfather of famed Arthur Shawcross? B, Big Blue, a military draft horse that was used in the First Great War? C, a mongrel, mongrel dog named Idaho? Or D, Samson, the mongrel dog of Alan Shawcross, who was the grandfather of famed Arthur Shawcross? So, drumroll. You guys think change your interest before I, I go? I don't think it'd be grandfather because the time wouldn't be right. Could be. Drumroll. The year 36. Answer is C, mongrel dog wins. Only one, two. Good point. <laughs> Yeah, so a mongrel dog named Idaho actually attacked and killed the kid, which I don't know why they put him down, but they convinced the person just to let it live out. It's just like, we'll keep it at home, something else. It got out, it ran across the road, got justice was served by a bumper, apparently. So. Well, I was thinking, as we were sitting here talking, I was like, hit by a car, and then I was like, horse, hit by a car. Like, that'd be a little bit harder because you can see the horse versus dogs get hit by cars all the time. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was came in from uh, Emily. So like Or Sally, excuse me, Sally. <laughs> this mm. is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> See, I thought that Idaho was going to be the, the red herring answer because that's just an Indiana Jones joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But in, uh, the dog's name is Indiana, right? Not Idaho. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's the state. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a reach. Starts <laughs> <laughs> with I, kind yeah. of learn something else. But yeah, the. the I you just saw I... radio magic of that partnership right there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> just looks at me like. And thus concludes the 100th episode of The Mind of Magnus. I want to thank everyone who's helped made this show as awesome as it has been. Uh, we're hoping to do another 100 episodes, and things are changing up, as always. Uh, we've had amazing guests, and it's thanks to everyone who has been sending in suggestions, offering ideas, uh, tips, tricks, and even trivia. Uh, it's to all those wonderful people and my co-host, Matt uh, Obscure, that... I have been able to make such a wonderful show. Um, and it is, uh, if you guys want to join me for the next 100 shows, uh, you can check us out, Mind of Magnus, uh, on, uh, on your iTunes playlist. You can find a podcast there. If not, keep tuning in to us here Monday nights and Friday mornings uh, on WRFC LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. Thanks so much and have a great night, folks.